This is Marissa from 91.3 FM, WTSR at the College of New Jersey. I'm sitting here with two-fifths of My Last Breath from Manchester, New Jersey. Um, I'm here with Gio and Mike, who is the vocalist and the guitar player. And they just did a live session on air, and they have a show tonight at a championship bar and grill over in Trenton. So if you guys want to say hello. Yeah, what's up, guys? What's going on? What's going on? What's poppin'? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll start off with some like serious questions to get to know you guys a little bit. Okay. So do you guys want to just talk about like your style, um, some of your goals, some of your plans for 2019? Um, well, our style, we're kind of like, um, I don't even know what to call us like music-wise, like... I mean, we we call it metalcore because, like, CD Baby, when we went to distribute the album, forced us to pick a genre. So, like, <laughs> I had to, like, really think. Um, and that's what I, I came up with. It's, like, the closest one, I guess. But, um, yeah, that's what we are. Um, plans for 2019? I don't know. <laughs> we have uh, a lot of stuff planned. Um... A lot of stuff. We can't really announce any of it, unfortunately. So but it's like super secret cool stuff? Super secret cool super stuff. Super secret. Um, which will be announced very soon um, once things start to fall into place. But um, for now, um, we're working on some new music. We're working on um, working on some acoustic stuff, um, which I'm actually really, really excited about. Um but we, uh, we have plans for tour this summer. We're definitely going to hit the road again. Um. Very nice, very nice. So you guys have toured in the past, correct? Do you guys have a favorite tour memory you want to share? I think he should tell it his first. All right. Because <laughs> he has a good one, but I want to save mine because I think <laughs> that my, mine is... A little bit longer, but it's it's better in the long run. It has run. a build-up. Yeah, it, it has a build-up. <laughs> Yours is to the point. Yours is like... So, it's a favorite tour memory. All right, there is a lot to pick from, but... Oh, God. Um, mine favorite is probably when um, we were in Providence, Rhode Island. Um, after the show, we, we were trying to find food, and like there's like no places open. It was like 1230, you know, at night. 12 o'clock at night so uh we went to wendy's and um <laughs> geo over here just thought it was uh it would be a great idea to hang his whole body like out the window and grab the uh speaker that he, <laughs> he talked into <laughs> and he orders his food that way and his whole like half of his body was like hanging out of the car well, we were just dying because <laughs> you know what it was everybody was like talking over each other they're like yelling at each other right yeah and i'm like all right well i don't want to be that guy that's like screaming at the top of his lungs so i just figured it was easier just to bring it to me so i like hung out the window and grabbed it. <laughs> you physically grabbed And just yelled into it. Like, I was basically yelling in this lady's it ears. It was so great. Because aren't oh those mics, God. like, super sensitive? That's why. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. probably deaf now. She she's probably, probably has repercussions. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> I used to work at KFC, dude. People would pull up, like, with their cars, like, rattling and, like, or, like some, like, something's messed up, oh, like yeah. a belt squealing or something. I would literally, like, have to take the headset off of my ear and be like, can you turn your car off? Because, yeah. like, that thing screams. It Crazy. sounds all messed yeah. up, yeah. I wonder how that's going to sound. I was going to say, I can't wait I to wonder how that's going to sound when you just manhandled the you mic. You can see all the red bars. <laughs> <laughs> that out Jeez. 
<laughs> no, but it comes through static, right? Like yeah. the way we hear it when we're ordering is how they hear it when we talk back. Yeah. Muffled basically. and stuff. Yeah. Muffled like So how do you make static. sure like I don't understand I can barely understand them. How do they understand that I want like no lettuce, no ice, like all this stuff? I don't know. Is it hard to... I mean, I, I, I when I did drive through, I asked a billion questions. Mm-hmm. I didn't care if I annoyed the person at the in the car. Yeah. That's fair. I just wanted to make sure I got it right. Yeah. We can um, say things like, if they're like, oh, yeah, I want like a Diet Coke, no ice. You're like, all right, Diet Coke, no ice. That's but, literally but, yeah, my yeah, Here's order. a little... <laughs> <laughs> Coke, no ice. Diet Coke, no ice. Yeah, Diet Coke, no ice. But a uh, little fun <laughs> fact about those like headset things that they wear for drive through You can like mute them. And, like, <laughs> when I worked at KFC, I worked with a bunch of my friends, so, like, sometimes when a car would pull up, they thought it'd be great to just, like, mess with you while you're taking their order. Because, uh-huh. like, you can press a button that sends to outside, and then you can press a button that talks to just the headsets on the inside. Okay. So while I'm taking the order outside, they're talking into the headset, saying stupid stuff or... <laughs> Whatever, trying to get me to laugh or something. (laughs) And, like, it's funny because, like, there's also a mute button. And sometimes you just mute it. (laughs) I'd have to mute it and just tell them to bug off. (laughs) So. (laughs) Anyway. My tour story. (laughs) What's your favorite tour story? Okay, so we had played the night before we were in in Baltimore, Maryland. We were staying at. Uh, Super 8, right? Oh, the Super 8. What yeah. story is this? Oh, okay. This is the Waffle House. Okay. Super, can we just talk about the Super 8? It was so, the size of my house. It was that huge. That room was huge. Yes. And within 10 minutes, Jacob ripped the window out. <laughs> <laughs> so, for, wait, for anybody that's going to be listening, not though. Jacob. <laughs> for anybody that's going to be listening, our guitar player, Mike King, missed the first three days of tour. <laughs> he was three days late. He was three days late. Because this is, can I attach this as part of my favorite tour story? Do you? Thank you. <laughs> Our guitar player ended up having to work the first, the Monday, one of the Mondays of our show, which I believe was two days in. We were in Albany, New York. And he said, you know what, I'm going to drive up. So he was going to drive up for the first date and then just come back home for his day of work. When he was driving up, he was with our drummer, Jake. And we're driving, and all of a sudden, we're driving, and what are they called? Uh, stingers or something like that? Uh, strikers. 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 We see, like, striker, striker after striker after striker Humvee. from the like U.S. Army. Army. Like Army Humvees tanks. And yeah, stuff, from the U.S. Like... Army. And I, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, oh, my God, like, something substantial must have happened on their way to, like, solve world peace in Pittsburgh. And <laughs> Mike King and his, and his little beat-up Honda Civic... His hood latch breaks while he's going like 90 miles an hour, and the hood flies up and smashes his windshield. So he slams on his brakes, tries to get over, and when he does that, he cuts a car off. And that car cut off this other, like, giant GMC. So when he cut that one off, that GMC slams on his brakes, and this striker nails him, right? Nails him at like 70 miles an hour. This thing macked the back of that truck and uh, it like 
it, it like almost chopped it the almost whole thing in into. Half. It yeah. chopped it into a pickup truck, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Remember when we saw the car at the rest stop after, and the guy was hanging out the back window waving oh, at and us? By the way, I just want to throw this in there. Everyone from the accident was okay. Talking to the the kids and stuff that were in the the GMC, and we were all laughing. They were yeah, doing like Fortnite yeah. dances. Like, yeah, they were kid. having so much fun. Yeah, I said to the kid, I was like, I was like, hey, like everything's all right. He was like, yeah, and he seemed kind of bummed. He said. It was a horrible situation. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, I'm just really upset because we had a lot of snacks in the back. <laughs> and they got completely destroyed. I didn't know he said yeah. that. And he was like, bags of chips obliterated. And he was like looking off in the distance. He was like, bags of chips, gone. Pringles, shattered. The crushed. Che- Cheez-Its, no more. Yeah, Cheez-Its, no more. <laughs> the canned cheese, pressure's released. All, all the sodas, done. Yeah. He was destroyed about it. I was like, yeah, don't right. you have two sisters that like could have died? He was like, yeah, but, but Tostitos or, or no. Bust. <laughs> Tostitos lime chips over everything. Those are really, like, really good. Are, exactly. Yeah, yeah. This kid was destroyed. Yeah. I was like, wow. So that's that was part of my but yeah, we, story. But yeah, where you were going. With that wasn't where I was going to go. Yeah, Waffle House. Waffle House. Important story people need to know. That was like an, an American history date. Yeah, we interrupted the U.S. military. Yeah, and with our shenanigans. But, like, little did they know that we were there. Yeah, they didn't know that, like, we were the ones that who caused it, you know? <laughs> or that we were part of it. But, so anyway, my original story was we, <laughs> because of that, because of that situation, Mike King got stranded with his car. So he ended up missing the first half of our tour before we came home. We were going to come home after about three shows. Yeah, he had to, he had to get that towed back to yeah. New Jersey. So on the first date back, we were playing at this place in Sparrows, uh, Sparrows Point Inn. Sparrows no, it was in Sparrows Point, oh, it was in Maryland. Sparrows Point Maryland. Sparta Point. Right. Sparta's Inn. This place called Sparta Inn. Oh, yeah, the Sparta Inn in Sparrows Point, Maryland. And Mike King says to us, he goes, you know what, guys, mm. because I missed the first half of the tour, I'm going to pick up the hotel room tonight. So... Long story short, he finds, like, the cheapest room that he could at a Super 8 motel in Baltimore, Maryland. The breakfast in that morning was just a clear plastic drawer with soggy Eggo waffles. And I wasn't even make-your-own waffles. Did you even see them? They were already made. They They were were already made. You just needed to heat them up. You need to put them in the microwave. They were soggy. Put them in the microwave? They didn't even have a toaster? They didn't even have a toaster there. (laughs) It was just a microwave. I didn't go down to check. I didn't even look because I I was like, it's probably not worth it. I, so we say, you know what, breakfast is beat, we're going to go, we're going to see what's around here. And then we said, you know what, we always hear about Waffle House being a meme, there's a Waffle House like down the street. So we go to Waffle House, and everybody places their orders, and in a nutshell, they either didn't get what they asked for, or didn't get it at all. I got it. Ex- I got exactly he got it. what I asked. Raptor, actually, Raptor got exactly what he wanted. Mike exactly went, no, Mike went to take a phone call outside, and she put your food down. And I literally said, hey, excuse me, I think he got chocolate chips on his waffle. And she goes, and goes back and oh, yeah. gets a plastic cup of chocolate chips and just dumps it on your yeah. waffle. That's I the only you. reason that you had it. I saved you. Because of her. She and then the same thing for me. Rick and... She grunted at you? Well, like, yeah. in my direction, I guess. Wow. <laughs> so, what? So, so Rick... So check this out. So Rick goes and goes, oh, I got chocolate chips, too. So he puts them on. King ordered, like, two eggs, hash browns, and yeah, toast. he got, like, a breakfast he got platter. A, no, he got a waffle. A single waffle. He didn't <laughs> he even ordered, order it. He ordered the he breakfast platter, He ordered the breakfast platter, platter, but he got a waffle. And then as she's coming by with the chocolate chips, she goes, hey, Oma, can I get some of those? <laughs> 
And he and she puts them on, and we're like, you didn't even order that. I ordered two of the Angus hamburgers, <laughs> and everybody has their food. They're all eating. I'm like, you know what? Maybe she's still making them. But the grill's right in front of us, and I'm like, no, she's not even making it. So I asked her. I said, hey, I got two burgers. She goes, oh, did you? Yeah. I was like, did she just forget? So she, you know, she made mine, whatever. Slaps it on there. Yeah, so she slaps it together. And you know what? I didn't have any complaints. I thought it was pretty good. Whatever. For a dollar. For a dollar, yeah. So I get my check back, and my bill should have been two twelve. That was what it should have came to. It was only a dollar six. So I'm like, all right. She she must have either forgot or maybe figured like, oh, I forgot to make it, and he couldn't eat with his friends. So like, I'm gonna take a burger off, whatever. I don't know the case. So I go up to pay, and I have a dollar and a quarter. I got a dollar twenty five. And she looks at me, and I give her. I go to give her both, and she's like, "No, I keep that quarter." So, I give her the dollar bill, and I'm like, "All right, cool. She's gonna give me like a six cent break." So I go to walk away. She opens up the register, and and makes change, and she gives me four quarters, a nickel, and a penny. So she gives me a dollar six back, and goes, "Here's your change, hon. Have a great day." And I was like what and I was stunned because I was like how is this even possible right now like I just I wasn't going to give you the quarters like I had the quarter so I gave you a dollar you gave me back a dollar and six cents plus didn't charge me for one of the burgers that I did eat so they basically Waffle House paid me to eat there so I don't know if this is like a shout out to Waffle Whoa. House. I get free Waffle House for life or something. But Sponsor like, us. I, I don't know if I got if we got sponsored by Waffle House. But if anybody's listening from Waffle House, yeah, yeah sponsor sponsor us. this band. The waitress was telling us about her son, um, who was like writing this journal, and he was just getting people's like signatures in the journal. So like, she had us each write out like a thing in his journal. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it was such a such a. A Waffle House experience, yeah. nonetheless. So in in this kid's waffle, uh, in this kid's waffle, in this kid's waffle, <laughs> in this kid's journal at Waffle House, um, everybody's signing their names. They're like, oh yeah, like much love from the MLB gang or whatever. Most of them signed, and I took it upon myself to think of it as like a customer review. Like so, I wrote in this kid's journal about his mom. I wrote. We, we got nothing that we ordered or asked for. So he's, like, going to be flipping through. He's going to be flipping through his book and, and see, like, oh, cool, this person signed it and that person signed it, this band signed it. And, like, what's up with this Yelp review? And be like, one star? Really, Ma? I'm ashamed. One star? One star? Did you give her a one star yeah. review? You I put review? one star. Tell me you put a star. I put it one star. And then I wrote, I wrote a little dash, and then I wrote, wrote my review about how the service was just not that good, and maybe you should oh run gosh. away from home. <laughs> Your mom doesn't pay attention to detail, and you should run away from home because you probably won't be fed tonight. <laughs> Oh my. She'll get your order wrong. She'll get your order wrong. You'd be like, Mom, can we have steak? And she'd be like, What's that bowl of nails? All right, cool. <laughs> What's that bowl of rocks and dirt? Bowl of rocks and dirt. Wash it down with some unfiltered Sick. lake water. So, yeah, tour sounds fun. So, those are the uh, tour stories. I went, I went behind the counter and got her a glass of water. Yeah, the tour was fun. The tour was fun. This past tour was fun. Um, all right, I don't know how to like segue into anything seamlessly because that was all over the place. But I guess we can, if you guys can create your own dream festival, what is it? Well, do I have a limit on bands? No. It can be like a whole Warped Tour lineup. It could I'm, be... All right, I'm going to give myself <laughs> 10 
Just because I don't think I'd be able to do it. Alright. Um, even making ten is going to be really hard. Um, I have no idea who would headline. Probably a day to remember, for sure. Um, day to remember, the Wonder Years. Um... Oh, this is too hard. Uh, Wait, did you just hard. say the Wonder Years? Yes. I missed. I was zoned out. I was ants. Oh, oh man. I'd be there. <laughs> she would go. A day to remember the Wonder Years. Man Overboard. Um, Ooh, that's a throwback. Yeah. It was a good show. Shout out Zach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, man Overboard. Uh, probably... All right, this is where it's going to get crazy. Um, probably, like, Attila, um, Body Snatcher. What is that, five now? Where are we at, five? So, a day to remember. I don't even know. A day to remember is the headliner, and that's it. I just want to see a day to remember. Gio, do you have a festival? Yeah. Mine's kind of, like, a, it's a little bit all over the place, like, genre-wise. <laughs> But, um, yeah, like I, I literally can't decide, honestly. Yeah. There's so much talent out there yeah. that, like, it's so hard to pick and choose for just one. I'm gonna go with now. Are these like living bands or like they can be gone? They could be, they could they, have been gone. Yeah, they can be because I got, I got, I got two separate lists. Someone told me they wanted Queen to come back and play. That's exactly yeah. what I was gonna say. I was gonna say Queen, Michael Jackson, Led Zeppelin. That's the festival right there. Would you Three. guys headline that? No. I would just be... <laughs> uh, I would be up his butt. Sorry. Thanks. Um, You'd be where with Freddie Mercury? I'd be on uh, the backstage. <laughs> um, and then the other one would be, for like living, uh, headliner, Fall Out Boy. Definitely Fall Out Boy. Huge Fall Out Boy fan. Pre or post hiatus? Uh, pre. Pre hiatus. Like, okay. Sugar We're Going Down. Okay. Fallout Boy. That is like Fallout Boy as I remember it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, like the good Fallout Boy. Yeah. And then? Um, yeah, so so like Sugar We're Going Down or whatever that album was. Mm -hmm. um, that Fallout Boy. But that album front to back. Maybe a couple extra songs. That'd he doesn't cool. even know the name of the right. album. Right? I don't know. Is it Cork Tree? Yeah. Is that the Cork Tree album? Is that the Cork Tree yeah. album? That's the only title. Oh, from Under Cork Tree. That's yeah, the only so that album one. title I know by them. Yeah. So that one. Uh, <laughs> City and Color. I gotta have City and Color there. Co-headlining, though. I don't think that they're energetic enough to be, like, a headliner. Yeah. Um, this guy, Gregory Allen Isakov. <clears throat> He's, like, a solo artist. Him. Um, and then I'd <coughs> probably have um, Mumford and & Sons and the Lumineers. And then I would want to probably... I would want to open for them. I would want to open everything for like the acoustic show so go from like solo acoustic stuff into folk more into rock and then like end it with fall out boy i think that'd be like that'd be cool that'd be a good festival that'd be really cool dream festival i'd good buy stuff. it <laughs> i'd get a ticket i'd, I'd go. buy it <laughs> but i would want to have it in like the woods in the woods that'd be cool it's like a like a forest stage so, I, you know i, like, I got invited cool. crazy i got invited recently i got invited recently um, and I couldn't go, which kind of, like, sucks. But to the Brooklyn Folk Fest, Ooh. I got invited to go down and just just check out bands. And, you know, uh, so cool. this guy was going to introduce me to, like, different folk artists so I could network. And I ended up being in Nashville. Mm. 
Mm. I mean, which, that's still cool. Yeah, it was cool because I, I, you know, I did a couple shows in Nashville, which went really well. But I still missed that folk fest, which it was a shame that it was the same four days I was gone. Yeah. All right, but here, the, let me ask you guys a question then. So okay. you said um, you guys are considered like a metalcore. Uh, that's what you came yeah. up with. I would say so. Metal Make core, up a like genre for yourselves core. right yeah. now. Funny. Make up a genre for yourselves right now. That's Ooh. not a real genre. Oh, oh man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's a good oh, question. Um, Beardcore. Beardcore. <laughs> no, not dad everyone has core. a... Or dad bod Well, two-fifths don't... <gasps> Deadbeat dad I forgot dad about that. Deadbeat dad core. I'm going to go with that one. Because the music's aggressive, so you might hit your kid. <laughs> Deadbeat. <laughs> so... Deadbeat dad question. Oh yeah. <laughs> What's your new genre? Deadbeat yeah. dad. I'm gonna core. go with deadbeat dad core. That is our new genre. Thank you. Nice. I'm glad that we. I'm glad we agreed glad on that. We agreed <laughs> on that. That's yeah. really sweet. All right, we'll go right to your new question. Um, if you guys can switch places with anyone else in your band for a day, who would you choose and why? Geo, stop laughing. All right, <laughs> all right. I know why he's laughing. It's yeah, me too. It, I personally would pick Michael King. Okay. Because I would just love to know what he does day in and day out you know I just I, I want to experience a day in the life of Michael King yeah I just feel like that would be an experience like none other so, I'm gonna have to be on the same on the same wave there yeah because uh, I think that Rick gets really stressed out a lot Rick, Rick is our bass player he's also like the official driver and like yeah. U-Haul loader I don't, I don't like, want the responsibility yeah. that Rick has um Jake is a little too wild for me. <laughs> what? So it's just like he just says things that are just crazy, you know what I mean? And I don't think know if I would want to talk like that for a day. <laughs> uh, Some irrational Yeah, things. I don't want to just <laughs> blurt out irrational irrationalities throughout the day. Like his mind just rolls 24/7. Do you crazy Do you remember we were in the car and he goes out of nowhere, he just his face brightens up and he looks at me and he goes, "Oh my god!" And I was like, "What? Like what happened?" He goes, "What if there was a way that you could FaceTime someone, right? Uh huh. And then at the same time, like you FaceTime them on your phone, and then they put their phone there, and you're in the same room, but you have a conversation, and then after when the FaceTimes end, or I'm sorry, a live stream on Facebook." When you live stream it on Facebook, you save it so that way you have a memory of everything that you just said. And I go, what? I go, why don't you just record the conversation? And he goes, oh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. I was like, oh my god! I said, go back to bed. He comes up with these like abstract like thoughts that really can be really solved so rock simply. your world sometimes yeah. too. Like I don't even remember. It was just, it's just the, some of the things that he says sometimes are just completely obtuse statements. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, it's half the fun. But that being oh, yeah, said. It's always fun. It's if always I could fun. be him, if I could be him for like 30 minutes or maybe an hour, mm -hmm. that would be enough for me. Just because I want to see what's going on up there. Okay. But I don't want to have to live with that for 24 hours. That would be too much for me. <laughs> so if you yeah. had to do a whole day, you'd be king. If you had to do an hour, it'd be Jake. Absolutely. How long Absolutely. would you be Rick for? Would I be Rick? I wouldn't want to be Rick. For zero? zero. Yeah, for zero. How long would you be Miguel? Um, Probably like 30 minutes, but the 30 minutes of a set, because I want to see what it's like to be the front man of a band. Okay. You want to know what it's like for his like, ponytail? <laughs> I want to know what it's like the when the hair on the top of your head touches your it's neck, but you don't flow. have the hair. 
All right. <laughs> First off. <That's> my <laughs> Mike, yeah. did you answer uh, your time? Yes, Michael King. Who would you be for an hour? For an hour? Oh, man. Um, you have to include everyone yeah. in a time. Okay, how about that? for we'll an hour, it. I'd probably be Alex. Okay. Oh, Gio, how long would you be Alex? I'd be Alex for it for probably like probably like a week. I was yeah. thinking that too. Because he's like I, a phenomenal drummer and I wanna have that power. Okay. If I don't I would I would I would be him for an hour for sure. And yeah. then I would I would rip behind the kit just to see what what he you know. Yeah, he's well he's got ridiculous. an interesting life. Like I would like the reason I say a week is because I wanna be able to like see what it's like when, when you're drumming. And then I also want to work on cars, like the way he works on yes. cars. I would also love to live in Ohio. That's what I do. Yeah. Just for like a on. week. <laughs> really? Yeah, that is hard work. Uh, <laughs> what, the cars of the Ohio? Yes, being a mechanic is very hard work sometimes. And uh, That's true. Yeah, but if you were if you switched into his that. place, you would have the same passion for it that he did, so it would be yeah, fun. You're yeah, you're right. It would same be thing fun. with drumming, because like, drumming's super hard, but if you were him, it'd be easy. How about Rick? Well, that's the thing. If I if I could pick like another instrument to play for a band, or like if I could pick an instrument to learn and like really get good at, it would probably be the drums, because just the drums are so much fun. Like I don't know, something about hitting stuff. Just, how long would you be Rick? How long would I be? Rick? Yeah, you're avoiding the question. Rick yeah. is probably the person I would be a week. Really? Yeah. Really? I would wow. want to see what, what he does and deals with. Because, like, I operate on a very similar stress level as Rick. Mm-hmm. So, like, I want to see what, what stresses him out. What, <laughs> what makes him tick. You know yeah. what I mean? I How feel long like do you it... meet? You, probably an hour. Damn. You don't want to sing like an angel for, for an hour? Thank you. That's, that's it, it for an now. hour? For an hour. Wow. Can you sing someone to sleep? Yeah, that's what I would. That's what I would pick it for. I would pick it for an hour just so I can sing like my sisters to sleep because they freaking scream twenty four seven. Otherwise, <laughs> you have to uh, demonstrate <laughs> right now. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> He's like, I'm so nervous. Hang on. That's all. <laughs> yeah. All right, next. Oh, Can gosh. you turn this off? Because it's bugging me out. <laughs> Yee. Oh, it's just it's like different the, colors. All right, I guess I'll do a last question. It'll be like a two-part thing. Um, so most of this interview has been like joking and laughing, which is great. But I guess from what I've seen and what many people that are around you guys often see is that you guys are extremely hardworking people who are like super dedicated to your craft and that's like super admirable. So do you have any advice for anyone out there that wants to start a band but might be too scared? And then like on top of that, what do you think like the hardest part about doing this is? If you're scared about starting a band, don't be. Go out there Get your best friends. If you got some friends that make music or play an instrument, get them together. Sit down and make some songs. It's just, I don't know. It's its honestly, it's like the craziest high that I've ever had being a musician and being in a band with these guys. Because it's just, I don't know. its it, it really is just like an, I can't explain it. It's a feeling I can't explain. Um... But yeah, if you have any doubts about that, definitely throw that out the window and just go for it, man. You got nothing to lose. Yeah, that's true. And if it's what you want to do, like if it's your dream, then you know what I mean? Dream big. That's what I was always told. Go for it. I think so so many people when they um when they're writing music when it comes to like like if you're just a singer-songwriter, there's 
so many times personally that I've written songs that I thought were really good and then I've like come back to them and <clears throat> realize that they weren't good so I trashed them and those are songs that people out there might have loved or might have hated because there's so many different genres of music and different types of music you never know what people are gonna you know dive into and that's the that I think is the the coolest part about being in a band too is when you bounce those ideas off of your bandmates and like something you originally wouldn't have been too crazy on you know one of your bandmates might think it's really really cool and he might even come up with something to add to it that yeah. could make it you know yeah. something insane and to miss out on something like that because you're scared is just plain stupid. Definitely. But to answer your second question, oh, yeah, um, second question. the hardest part <laughs> of starting a band, uh, depending on whether you're a three-piece, four-piece, five-piece, the more members that you add, the harder it's going to be to align everyone's schedules. Because obviously Absolutely. if you're not making money from the band, everybody still needs to work. So finding a set... Just finding the right day, people yeah. in general, like, even with, like, given the, you know, everyone works and, like, their schedule goes to school, whatever it may be, it's just finding the right people that, you know, will make the time to be in the band, you know, will make the time that will, you know, that you guys need to do what you need to do to be a band. And um, that's probably... <clears throat> one of the difficult the most difficult things about starting a band is finding the right people i think and just the right balance that you get yeah, along with like them on a professional level and yeah. Stuff. yeah and like then also a fun, fun level because it can't all just be work like Absolutely. you have to really like each other yeah. i think that we all got really lucky um being in this band and you know the way that it worked out and you know just in general because none of us really fight or argue um we all get along we all love one another Exactly, um, and we always we always make the best you know? out of every situation. Like, if something goes south or like something happens, we'll or always we're always about solutions. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're never you... sitting there just like, <laughs> "Oh, this sucks." You know? Yeah. She said, like, or, if you always... stop the whole US Army <laughs> or if you stop the whole from U.S. functioning. Army. Yeah, we're just we're we always still made a good situation like we've been out of that. yeah we've exactly. been through we it all. Like, we've been laugh. through we've been through great shows, and then we've been through stopping the. U.S. government from functioning, <laughs> and then we've we've just we've been through it all together. And the fact that nobody has like snapped on someone else or like lost their cool with someone else that we always find a way to to make it work is important. And that's with any band. So that's my little piece of advice: is that always know that there's like a solution out there to to come to a conclusion. You don't have to, you know. Absolutely. And to, keep, to stop trying. And keep pushing. Absolutely. Always, always keep pushing. Absolutely. Always. Always. That's something everyone definitely needs to be, like, reminded of and just, like, beat into their head that yeah. you can do whatever you want as long as you have, like, the passion and drive for it. And if you so. do snap on someone, just be like, sorry, guy. Sorry. Sorry, guy. You had you to. You want to talk about it? Had to. <laughs> you had to do that. <laughs> I'm cutting do it you out. Want to talk about you. <laughs> do you want to talk about it? All right, well, that's all. Yeah, <laughs> that, well, that's that's all the time we have. <laughs> I had to fit it in there once to let people know about... Uh, about it. About it. You want to talk about it? No, to let people about it. know about it. Well, then about I have, it. I have yeah. one more thing I would like talk to talk about. Um, <laughs> what do you want to talk about? Um, I just wanted to ask you what your musical guilty pleasure was. Ooh. Mine, <laughs> all right, you probably already know this one, but... 
Mine's probably Never Shout Never. Like, old school Never Shout Never. For the record, I didn't know until I played them in the car and you started singing every word. And I literally hopped out of the back seat and you're, like, I'm stuck in the back with all this, like, gear and, like, um, luggage and stuff. And I'm like, you know these words? And he's like, oh, yeah. And he's, like, turning it up and jamming out. Remember that? The all the way up to Connecticut. That was good, yes. Yeah. I don't know what, something about it, man. Just, something to boot it. it. Something to boot it. <laughs> it's just, it, it gets me. I don't know. Christopher Drew. Man. Such a guy. Such a guy. What a guy. I got two. Um, prob my my main is probably Sade, the R and B singer. Yeah, but like that, like her old stuff, like eighties, ninety. Like I mean, not not eighties. I'm sorry, early nineties stuff. Um, just because it, it just is beautiful. It's just beautiful music. The other one is probably Steve Martin, like the actor. He plays the banjo. And I, I did not know I that. love I did not know that. that. Like he's he is, is, is he one of the best really? banjo players I've ever seen in my life. That's and he's crazy. got a band. He has a and band. He has too? a band. So one like my guilty pleasure is to listen to Steve Martin play. What's banjo. the name of his band? I'm actually not sure. I have to look it up. I just know like I when I type it's it Steve in, I'm like Martin. Steve Martin banjo. That's you so sick. For some reason, I thought Steve Miller. So I was like, oh, the Steve Miller band. I love them. And then I was wrong. Sorry. Oh, that's pretty no sick though. That's cool. Yeah. But those yeah. are my two, yeah. So it goes from like Sade R and B to like bluegrass music. That's awesome. So that's awesome. Cool. So I guess we'll end that there. Um so yeah, this has been two fifths of my last breath. Um check them out on Spotify, Apple Music, um what did you say, Amazon? Amazon music. Amazon. They got it. Instagram, oh, wow. they got Facebook, they got I don't know. Twitter. Also, yeah. come see us May 2nd at Starland Ballroom with the Devil Wears Prada. Absolutely. That's going to be we'll one we'll be there. Remember. Cool. Is there anything else you guys want to close out with? Um, peace, love, applesauce. Sign yeah. <laughs> I'm ending Sleep it there. <laughs>